So what's going on, Kat? Welcome. Hi. Uh, not a ton going on right now. Do I have to oh, act good. like she's a guest? Yes. She is a guest. You have to be nice to me. Yes. You have to be nice to her. She's a guest. Yes. Welcome to episode 48 of This Horror Life. My name is Rob Humphrey. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Ghost. Ghost, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing swell. All right. Excellent. And we have an interloper this time. <laughs> Why are you so mean? It's already started. <laughs> I know. What the fuck? Uh, from uh, the other show that I do, Slasher Radio, we have Kat Valor joining us. Hello. On This Horror Life. I don't know what's going on, how this keeps happening, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, I would prefer it if the hosts on the other show stayed on the other show, but here Listen, we Listen, Mike's been on twice. I think it's only fair that Kat comes on the show. Yeah. Mm. I Sometimes don't, I, I need backup. I still don't think Mike's been on twice. I don't believe it. He has. <laughs> I, I, the he, Stephen King adaptation episode, and then we did the Psycho remake. Yeah. I don't I don't know how that's possible. I thought he had been on three times. Uh-oh. The good news is he'll, he'll never be on again. I just wanted to say Rob's crap. a bitch. Oh, you son of a bitch. What are you doing? Getting I knew that shit was going to happen. I fucking knew it. He's now been on the show three times. Oh, there you go. <laughs> he is banned from the show. No, never. Um, all right. So, uh, Kat, I don't know if you listen to the show or not, um, but what we usually do is we go over a list of things that we've been doing for the past uh, week or so. So, mm-hmm. um, have you watched anything or? Uh, I know how you are, so you probably read a book or something. Uh, I did read a book this last week. Um, oh. I read, I finally got my hands on a copy of the Final Girl Support Group by Ooh. Grady Hendrix. It was great. It was phenomenal. Uh, it was very similar to Southern Book Club's Guide to Vampire Slaying, um, which he also wrote. But mm-hmm. it was it was excellent. There were a lot of fun nods to uh, horror franchises. They they had a fake one called um the Panhandle Meat Hook Massacre. Uh, <laughs> wow! It was just it, it was worth the book just for that. <laughs> um, so I read that. That was really good. Uh, I started a new book that I was going to plug, but I've already forgotten what the name of it is. Ooh. Whoops. All right. Um. But I also I've been doing a lot of rewatches. I, I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and watch new stuff because we've been doing the rankings on Slasher yeah. Radio. Um, so I've watched like a lot of the stuff I've already seen. I watched like <laughs> the Nightmare on Elm Streets and uh, Friday the Thirteenth. I saw Evil Dead in theaters this last week, which was really really cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only like really new thing I watched the pilot of Midnight Mass. Uh, I was talking about this on Slasher Radio. And uh, it it made me a little bit mad because of the mm. animal death. <laughs> Ooh, it's like a very very gratuitous animal death in the pilot of Midnight Mass, and I got which uh, is sad because I'm still looking forward to the rest of the show. But I, I did only make it into the uh, pilot episode before I switched over to Squid Game, uh, which is not a horror show. I did binge watch it though. All right, had a cool. lot of fun. So did told- you say Squid Game is not a horror show? <laughs> yeah i did um 
I guess it could be though, huh? I've been told I, I mean, will like Squid Game, but I haven't watched. Considering it the first episode <laughs> is mass murder, basically. I, yeah. Uh, in my head, it's more of like a dystopian. Like I've been thinking of it as sci-fi, but it is technically. I think it's a thriller. It's like a Korean more than horror. Thriller. Yeah, but. No, I could see it being classified as horror. I uh, only made it two episodes in so far of that, so. Uh, how are you liking it? Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, I can't wait to watch more of it. It's very good. Yeah, I haven't watched any of it. I've been told I'll like it, but I haven't gotten to it yet. You should. It's watch October. It. There's a lot of stuff to get to, you know? I'm trying there to get is. through it. Um, Ghost, do you have anything that you uh, wanted to talk about? Yeah, I like I said, I watched the first two episodes of Squid Game. I'm looking forward to watching some more of that because um, I think it's it's uh, a really interesting um, show, and I think it's shot really well. Um, like, there's a scene at the in the first episode where they're they're walking through to go to like you know the first like game, and it's it's so colorful. And just way off beat. And I was like, am I watching Willy Wonka? Because that's what this feels like <laughs> for a minute. So I, I really like how it was done. Um, I watched 13 Sins. Because I was told <laughs> that is uh, very similar to Squid Game. So uh, I watched that. Uh, interesting movie. Uh, that's a word. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, on, on the other hand, counterpoint, it's completely uninteresting. <laughs> um, I don't know. I didn't absolutely hate it. The fact that there were like multiple twists at the end, like boom, 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 boom. I didn't really enjoy it, but it wasn't yeah, a bad movie. A, I enjoyed myself watching it. I, I believe I classified it as a garbage movie when we watched it. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched, uh, Part four, Friday the Thirteenth, which is just awesome. a rewatch. Yes, yeah. which is a good movie. Yeah, nice. I enjoy it. All right, I uh, here's something Time for, for you, Rob's long ass list. No, it's not going to be that long because we had just recorded not that long ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, I started a new book. Oh, I did. I started. Uh, I uh, finished Paperbacks from Hell, which I, I enjoyed. Uh, and oh, now nice. I have started the Grady Hendrix novel. We sold our souls. Oh, that's uh, the only one I haven't read yet. Um, so far, <laughs> I'm uh, I don't know how far into it I am, uh, but uh, not not real far. But so far, it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. He's um, a good writer. Yeah, he really is. So yeah, I'm looking forward to checking out his um, other books. I haven't read um, Southern Vampire Club, whatever that thing is, <laughs> or the Final Girl Support Group yet. But I'm have hoping- you read Horror Store? I haven't read Horror Store either. That's my favorite. That one um, just like came out of nowhere and surprised yeah. me. I love. I like my best friend's exorcism though. That was also he, I, all of his books are solid. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as movies go, I went to the theater and I saw a movie that I've been calling Titan, but I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it because it's. Is that French. the one where she like has sex with a car or some shit? It certainly is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I um, remember when that movie dropped at like a film festival and people were talking about it and i was like what the fuck is this movie yeah that's my that was my reaction after i saw it what the fuck did i do <laughs> um it's really good it's a french body horror film um that uh boy you you really have to strain to make sense of what the hell's happening but it's uh i enjoyed it um and then i watched the joe bob briggs uh halloween hoedown um 
And he did a, a double feature of Angel from 1984. Angel's not really a horror movie. It's uh, more of a just an exploitation drive-in kind of movie. Uh, but he followed that up with Terror Train from 1980, which I love. Ooh. And uh, mm. I was happy to see that. And then I watched the movie we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, then earlier today, I watched the 2021 film Bingo Hell. Which is, oh, oh my how is fucking it? god which oh, is god. on amazon prime oh, at the god. moment it, no, it, has, it is yeah. incredible yes. oh my god <laughs> i loved it i'm sorry guys i'll be back in like 90 minutes <laughs> yeah it is, Hell. it is so much fun <laughs> um yeah i can't uh i can't recommend bingo hell highly enough i had a really good time watching <laughs> that movie uh but that's all i've got um so see i told you it wasn't going to be a super long list that annoying list yeah uh, so we'll jump into news. The first thing that I have is probably the biggest news of the last few days. Jimmy Clayton has been cast to play Pinhead in the upcoming Hellraiser. It says here film, but I thought it was a series. Is it a movie or a series? Do we know? It's a movie, I believe. It is? Okay. Yeah. Are they doing a Hellraiser series? I don't know. I, I, I can't keep anything straight anymore. I don't You're remember. Forever ago that they were doing a Hellraiser series for Hulu. Uh-huh. Uh, and then it just dropped off the radar completely. Okay. And now they're calling it a movie. So uh, I don't know if it's the same project or. Maybe they'll be doing a series of movies. That would yeah, be nice. Maybe. I don't know. I, I got all confused <clears throat> because I was under the impression that it was a series. And then this headline said upcoming Hellraiser. I... Film. Uh, how do we feel about uh, Girl Pinhead? I'm interested to see what they do with it because I know, like, in the movie, Pinhead is made to be a male. Doesn't he have like a backstory where he's a dude? Yeah. Um, he but sure I, does. I, yeah, I know like in the or something in the books, it's very ambiguous, right? Is what I read. Yeah. Insert cat talking about the book here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Cenobites don't have gender in the book, so right. So am, and actually Pinhead uh the, I'm sorry the engineer uh, he's the engineer they're the engineer I guess in the book um is being described as having like a very high girlish voice mm-hmm. so I'm I I do think it'll be a more accurate I'm hoping at least I, it'll be more accurate to the book I'm just really really hoping they don't have like it Pinhead but like with hair <laughs> coming down because if that's the case i'll be very upset that would not be pinhead with a wig ideal. yeah i can't imagine <laughs> can that. you imagine that no that would seem terrible god that would be the worst so yeah. i you know what i always hold out hope for things so i'm not gonna trash it yet but we'll see when we get you know some shots of what she'll look like as pinhead yeah and i i said on slasher radio like uh, I don't really care, honestly. Like, I wish they would have gotten Doug Bradley back, but if he's not going to do it for whatever reason, then fine. You know, go in the complete opposite direction. I'm cool with that. Right. I mean, you're missing out on Doug Bradley, so you might as well do whatever you want at that point. And speaking of Doug Bradley, uh, he's my next story. Doug Bradley and Robert England are going to be chatting live on Twitch's Horror Hub Marketplace next week. Oh, I don't don't, know what Horror Hub Marketplace is, but I also saw that. Yeah, I have no idea what the hell it is either, but I'm probably going to try and find out so I can catch this because that uh, could be interesting. It seems to be some new series that Doug Bradley is going to be doing. And Mm. uh, 
and sort of uh I, I guess a partnership with twitch of some sort i don't know um where he's going to be talking to different people and first up is uh robert england so that could be interesting and yeah. then the last thing i had uh kylie jenner has launched a nightmare oh. on street cosmetics collection for Halloween. i can't wait to buy it all <laughs> um yeah i you know you guys uh would uh, probably have more opinions on this than I do. I don't really care one way or another about it because I don't wear cosmetics. Um, I do wear shoes though, and I did. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop it with the fucking shoes! Like I'm so Mikey's sick of hearing about those. Here to get mad at you. Know, I'm still here. I'm mad because I'm sick of hearing about the fucking shoes. <laughs> <sighs> but yes, I'll be getting the. Um, if I can, I'm gonna try. I want yeah. the whole collection. Now uh, on Twitter, Cat, you seem to be a little irritated by this news. Oh, I'm very irritated by this news. Uh, I'm I'm not even irritated by the news so much as I was irritated by the uh, sexy Freddie Kylie Jenner picture. <laughs> yeah, that's a like, little naked in a burn suit, squatting down, but like her heels are also made out of Freddie flesh, and I I hated the whole thing so much. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't <laughs> like. She did have like a promo teaser thing that was kind of cool, but that was just literally her basically naked getting blood porn on her huh. uh that being said that i'm out. not uh huge into the co- i i get like a lot of drugstore cosmetics i if i have like a cheap gray eyeshadow i'm fine for life so so you're probably um, not going to be buying the frame i'm probably not going to be i and that was the other thing is that like a lot of the colors were shiny they were like sparkly there it's too glamorous for me i don't think i could pull <laughs> any of this off oh <laughs> stop it listen i'll let you share when i get one i'll let you borrow it all right i won't know what to do with it i won't know how to do anything. i'll show you i'll show all you right. it'll be a fun <laughs> like tutorial like, video isn't that like a big cottage in- industry of like makeup videos on youtube yes yeah. I'm not there that is. good at makeup. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got for news. Did you um, have anything, Ghost? Yeah, I had the Kylie news. But then okay. um, also, because we've talked about it, um, House of Ashes, um, yes. the Dark Pictures Anthology game, the third mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. it has a trailer out. Oh, it does? That's exciting. Yes, it oh, does. I'm have to check that out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, it's it's the- out. In a couple of weeks, right? October 22nd. I'm very yeah. excited for it. All right. Yeah, I am too. I love those games. They're fun. Yeah, so I'm going to have to watch the trailer. I've yeah. not gotten a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, but. I will uh, I'll definitely check that out because that one, uh, I do. That's. I get excited every time they release one of those games. They, they're so much fun. And then, but the like the last two have been, and this one will be too, they're like they're short, shorter. Games, yeah. So I play through them in one sitting when I first get it. Um, but What's nice is they have that replayability of being able to make all those different choices, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, everything. A lot of different things that uh, happen. So it's not like it's a uh, you sit down and play it for four hours and then oh fuck I can't watch it or I can't play this game anymore because I already yeah. beat it. So yeah. that's nice. Um, and then one other thing too, I on ho- on uh, Joe Bob's Halloween hoedown, his guests were David Gordon Green, who wrote and directed uh, the these. Of the last Halloween movie in the and Halloween Kills that's coming up, and uh, also um, Jason Blum, who is the producer in those movies, um, and you know the Blum and Blumhouse, and uh, they were talking about Halloween Kills. They didn't give away too much, which is good because I don't want to know too much. But uh, and they didn't say whether or not he appears in this movie, but they did confirm that Ben Tramer is alive. Mm. 
in nice. this new trilogy of movies. So interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be popping up or not, but uh, Ben Tramer is uh, is still alive and out there, which is exciting for and you know you know who's really excited about it is Ben Tramer. <laughs> right. He's he was dead for how long? Like, I'm yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Wait a minute, what happened?" Yeah. He is extremely excited about it. All right, yeah. so that's the news. We're going to move into this week's topic, which is something we don't do very often. We're going to talk about a single film. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're going to do this is because Cat. That's why. <laughs> um, Hi. <laughs> and Cat, uh, you picked this movie. I did. And I've got questions about that, but we'll get there. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have so many questions. Um, I'm happy to spread the good word of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't jot the year down. Is it 2008? Yes. 2008, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're t- going to be talking about the 2008 movie Martyrs. Uh, this is not the American remake. This is the French version. Uh, I did not watch the American remake. I don't know if you did, Ghost. I did not. Don't. No, I have not watched the remake. I probably will at some point, though, just to piss Kat off, because I know, <laughs> I know I'm going to like something about it, and she's just going to lose her mind. Mad, yeah. mad right. me, file a complaint. Well, let's start with the obvious, Kat. Why in yeah. the hell did you pick this movie? Uh, well, actually, uh, we were we were having a brainstorming session, and I brought up um, that I've been threatening this movie on Slasher Radio if Mikey ever pisses me off. Uh, <laughs> But uh, Ghost hadn't seen it, uh, and you had seen it. Uh, you you had seen it come up on like a different list, hadn't you? Uh, I I mean I had heard of it. I, I was aware of it, but I hadn't seen mm-hmm. it. Um, I was aware of it. I had seen yeah. it come up on one of those lists. It's like like the hardest horror movies to watch or whatever. And it's been in the back of my head to watch it for a long time. Didn't realize it was French. Uh, but it's been one of those movies that I've, I've wanted to see, but mm-hmm. now in ghost, did you watch it with subtitles? Of course I did. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I might've gotten away a little bit. Cause like some of the French, I still remember, uh, from when I was in high school, but mm-hmm. it's been a long time. Yeah. So it's not all there anymore. Um, and on that note, this is actually the first time I've watched it without subtitles. You watched it without subtitles? Yeah. Look at you. She says she's seen this movie like ten times. I I actually have. It's one of the. It's um. It's on my list of like top ten films uh, of all time. It's the only one I've seen less. This was my fifth time ever watching it. Okay. Uh, because it is very emotionally draining. Uh, when I talk about how much I love this movie, I think people think I just like watch it on a loop. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I, I'm even that would be a lot for me. So. (laughs) All right. Well. You're not going to like me when this episode's over. But oh, we'll I, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the first note that I have is, what the fuck? Uh, same. Uh, and Kat, I would like to ask you, what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So what the thing that drove me the most nuts about this movie yeah. is from the get-go, I kept thinking, leave why don't you leave why are you staying at this house leave like you drove there to get your friend you have a car get in your car and drive away why are you yeah. staying there these people are not good at crime uh no they're not good at crime it's yeah. also I'm... set in a much different time 
it wasn't set in 2008, right? Because that flashlight she had was fucking huge. Well, yeah, and they also had a rotary phone, but I don't yeah. know if that's just France, uh, you know? <laughs> I don't know. Fair. <laughs> There's some cultural differences there. Yeah. Um, no, so I, I do think that's one of the... Um, that's one of the things about the movie that can be really frustrating, but I think it's also one of the things that's supposed to set Anna apart as a character. Uh, mm-hmm. Lucy is the one who's the worst at crime uh, because Anna has, like, they have a scheme hatched up beforehand that Anna gets really mad where she's like, you weren't supposed to go in without me. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, Lucy just, she gets to the house, confirms that it's them, snaps, and goes on a shooting spree and then, like, doesn't think about the consequences. Lucy can't leave the house because she's still experiencing uh, her demon mm-hmm. uh which you know you her find delusion. out delusion her, her delusion um which you know you you find out later that like not all of them have been killed uh the woman is still alive in the tub but mm-hmm. like she's just there to finish her business and to kind of try and get rid of this manifestation of her guilt Anna, I think it's really interesting uh, that she doesn't leave because she is smarter than that. Like, she's just trying to clean up her mess and get out. And I think once she loses Lucy, like, there's just something in her that snaps. Yeah. And it's a good indicator that she's going to be the one that makes it, I think, through to the revelation stage. Yeah. I don't want to give uh, criminals tips. But (laughs) if you break into someone's home and murder their entire family... Your next thing should be leave. (laughs) Leave the crime scene. You don't even have to clean up. Like, I didn't even get that. Like, why are they cleaning? Just leave. (laughs) Like, I was was so frustrated. And then she goes exploring through the house and she goes down into like the basement thing. And there's like pictures of like tortured people on the wall. When you see that, don't explore further. Leave. (laughs) You're going to end up trapped down there. <laughs> Leave. <laughs> I was just getting so pissed watching it. I feel like that's fair, but also that happens in damn near every fucking horror movie. So I feel like it gets a pass. For that. Maybe. I don't know. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it for some reason in this movie. Um, I will say that when I got to uh, about 30 or 35 minutes or so in, I got so bored. What? <laughs> yeah. The, like the, the last act of this movie or whatever it, I w- was so bored. Like, are, can you do anything, anything other than show me this girl getting tortured? I am so bored by this. <laughs> Just show me something else. Um, now, granted, they do eventually show me something else. <laughs> <laughs> they get um, there. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there was a, there was a good 20, 30 minute stretch of this movie where, it's just like her waking up, them force feeding her, <clears throat> her waking up, some guy beating the shit out of her, her waking up, them force feeding her. And I'm like, seriously, come on. <laughs> I I think like that for me didn't feel like it was so long because it really does show like her just like breaking down and finally like being like, I'm done. It's going to happen, you know, so it kind of shows it in stages. Yeah. So that didn't yeah. bother me so much. I mean, I guess they could have they could have moved it along a little bit. That's all. Um yeah, so Ghost, what were your impressions <coughs> of the movie? Because that was pretty much my thoughts on the movie. I, I um, uh, for the record did not enjoy this experience at all. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, I I like this movie. Um, I think there is a lot of cool things that they did. Um, what bothered me the most was at the beginning because it was just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Like the whole scene where they're in the orphanage and like her like Larissa slit. And she's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. It was like, okay, what the fuck? Someone coming after you. And then you see it's that fucking monster thing. You're like, what's going on? Um, was very confusing for a while. But I eventually picked up on the fact that it was kind of a delusion that she was having. Yeah. I not was, so much. I was with it up until the monster thing showed up, honestly. And even after that, I was still kind of with it because I was like, all right, well, she's crazy whatever you know um but it just it it you know what it, it kind of reminded me of malignant um, oh i haven't seen it it was well <laughs> not not in the not in the sense that the stories are the same at all or anything but in that i liked malignant it at first and then the longer the movie went on the less i liked it and that's how this movie was like when she opens that, when when they go to uh, the dad goes and opens that front door and there's just a shotgun blast. That, that was, was awesome. so amazing. Yeah, that was right? amazing. And all the stuff leading up after that was really cool. And then it just kept getting like more annoying. And I stopped liking it. I was liking it less and less and less the longer it went on. Until by the end, I was just like, why, why? Why did Kat make me watch this? Why does Kat hate me? <laughs> Kat and Jenna, because Jenna also put her hand in this. I, I was hoping uh, you were going to back me up on this one, Rob. Uh, <laughs> Just because it's French doesn't mean I like it. All right. <laughs> Although I did, I did enjoy Titan or whatever the hell it's called. Titane or what? I don't, I have no idea. I will um, say um, like the demon slash delusion. That was one of my favorite aspects watching this through the first time. Cause there is, it's confusing at the beginning. You don't quite mm-hmm. know what's going on. Um, you, you think that it's just, it, it's kind of setting itself up to be a revenge story. And then you see the self harm and you don't know if she's mm-hmm. crazy. And then you start seeing what she sees. And yeah. I think it walked for a long time. It walked that very fine line of like, is she being haunted or is she losing her mind mm-hmm. uh i think those shots were very elegantly done uh i yeah that, my favorite like self-harm depiction in a movie you, that scene where you finally find out like oh my god this is she's doing this like that's all in her head like was so well done i think and you don't quite pick up on it unless you like like I watched her pick up the box cutter and I was like, what the fuck is she doing with that? And then I realized, like, as it was happening, I was like, oh shit. Like, I'd already kind of thought that it was just a delusion. But then when that started happening, I was like, fuck. Uh, and then I also, I really love that they called back around to it um, mm-hmm. when Mademoiselle is talking to Anna uh, and mm-hmm. asks what kind of delusions she is seeing. Uh, and you realize that this is part of the transformation process okay yeah and and that's where my next like what the fuck uh why (laughs) why what why (laughs) they're gonna torture all these poor people for like three people to have uh quote-unquote transcended yeah yeah well because they're trying to get an account of what it what it is that you see bastards so here's the question that I had, though, at the end. They talked about um, how uh, Anna had transcended 
mm-hmm. and she gave her account to Mademoiselle. Mm-hmm. And so was that it for them then? Were they were they done with this? Were they going to continue to torture people? Well, that's the that's the thing is you don't really like they had finally achieved their purpose. Right. And the leader of the organization decides that it's not something like she makes the decision that none of them are going to continue it. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I was like, that seemed to be the point was to get somebody to transcend and then give their account of of that, you know, state of mind or whatever the hell. My Um, question is, is she decided to that's the end of it all. And instead of just telling people we're shutting this down, she just fucking eats a bullet. Yeah, I think that's kind of the beauty of the I, I think one of the best final lines of a movie ever is keep <laughs> doubting. Yeah. Like that's just, I, you know, the whole futility of the entire organization. Yeah. It, it's a very dark end, but I thought it was very fitting, but it would, it seems like then she did not share the account that was, was shared with her. She didn't. So then I would no. feel like the organization would continue <laughs> to go. Right. Because they would right. try to get that knowledge. They right? might. Yeah, I, because like, it's... that was their whole purpose. And so if, you know, if she's the only one who has it and she's off herself, then they've got to continue searching for it. That's that was what I was confused about, I guess. I guess it's more that she like moves her removes herself from the equation um, and decides that like they in their lifetime, because they've been doing this for for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um in their lifetime, they're probably never going to get another answer uh, like in this generation or if they keep it up in following generations. I think she just decides uh, that whether or not they pursue the information, this generation of like knowledge seekers don't get to have those answers because mm-hmm. it just ruins her. Like whatever she finds out, whatever she hears just makes her give up. Mm-hmm. Right. OK. I, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. And it's crazy. It's like, yeah. it still does doesn't she make me hear... like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because it leaves it open ended too, where it's like, okay, so she maybe heard something good and that's why she's ending it all because she knows what's on the other side. Or she's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going I'm to take my ride to hell because it's going to be bad. You know, <laughs> might as well. Yeah, well I, and I, I, yeah. these like are the sort of things you have to do um, in, in the pursuit of science and knowledge. Whatever, Rob. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, you know, you say that at least once an episode. Because I do. But you so many things. Back. I don't understand. Because I'm obligated to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kat. Is there some deeper meaning that I'm supposed to get from this movie that I don't get? I I don't think there. I think the deeper meaning is that, like, you as the audience um, are also invited to keep doubting and i think that's the thing that it's it's one of those like kind of meta it in a weird way this was the same thing that i liked about cabin in the woods is that there's that commentary about the audience as well if you stop to think about it where it's like it's so frustrating that we don't get the answer um but it also in a weird way sides us with the cult because like i I don't know about you. I like I wouldn't wanted so bad to hear what Anna said. Yeah. <laughs> like and, and the fact that we don't get to um 
means that we also have to keep doubting. And, and it's one of those, I, it's just a really fascinating concept to me. Yeah. I, I get it though. People searching for enlightenment. That's why I have my private members only club. <laughs> honestly when i first started watching this and then was seeing what was happening i was like we should not have let rob watch this because now he's gonna think of more <laughs> ideas for his cult it's not for a when cult. they don't it listen is a private members only club it is a cult robert the of, <laughs> through the essence and tax exempt status of rob i i did like at after i finished watching it i, I did like kind of google a, a couple things so it's like what the fuck were they feeding them because <laughs> yeah, that looks like just i it was green like mm-hmm. oh, what why yeah. it looked disgusting and it clearly didn't taste good which um, is terrible because the french are known for their food yeah well i mean they're trying to feed them something disgusting to break them down i guess but i came across um a couple there's a lot of theories um on this movie and a couple of them say that um a lot of this has to do with religion as an undertone yeah i could certainly see that which i can see after the fact yeah yeah that certainly makes sense um i don't know Guys, uh, this movie to me was, I, I, it's hard for me to, um, break it down. Like, like the performances all seem fine to me, Mm -hmm. Uh, but again, we've talked about this before. Foreign films are so hard to really judge performances, I think, because, you know, you don't get all the, you know, the cadence and the everything else with the dialogue and stuff. Um, but they seem fine. Um, the shots were nice. There were some, some nice shots in there. Um, I mean, technically it was a sound movie. I just, again, I just kind of found it boring. See, I can't imagine. I like, I, I get what you're saying, especially like about it being uh, the torture scene. I'm sure is why it's on all those lists of like hardest movies to get through. Yeah. Um, it's why I don't rewatch it more. I, I it's it's one of those things. It's exhausting, but I never found it gratuitous because I was so there was not a point in this movie. Like I just from start to finish because I didn't know what I was getting into with this uh i went in completely blind i was like oh cool uh oh why not and uh i you know it had broken my expectations so many times because you watch it and you're like oh it's a revenge movie and then you start seeing weird demons and you're like it's a demonic movie and then you realize mm-hmm. you know it's a psychological horror movie and i there it just had like so many twists and then it ends up being like this crazy cult conspiracy and i was just so at that point by the time the torture started i was just like on the edge of my seat waiting to see what else this film was going to do to me yeah <laughs> yeah and i get that and i think i was too but then it just kept showing me the same torture scene sort of over and over again um for what seemed like an eternity and that's where I really did start getting bored. Like you've tortured this person in front of me now for so long that I'm bored watching it. Um, yeah. I think that there are some kind of low points in the movie is so actually considering how kind of fast things start happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because it starts off so fast, like the low, like the slower points feel like they're a lot slower, but those high points, man. Like you said, that that moment when they're, you know, the family's just going about their day and, you know, talking 
crazy and they're all making fun of each other and this that and the next thing and the dad goes to open the door and bam blasted with a shotgun is yeah, like oh shit all right we're in it yeah that grabbed that's my attention my real fast all-time like favorite shots of a movie and especially because right away it's it's so late into the whole thing before you're even convinced that this is the right family that's been shot yeah. right and uh, i think that like a lot of the the slow moments kind of after that like get you building okay okay what's gonna happen next right Mm -hmm. Uh, they finally you know are getting rid of all the the bodies or whatever and she's coming to terms with her demon her inner demon or delusion or whatever and then she basically kills herself which is just uh, like i was not expecting it i you know she fucking slid her arms up banged her head against the wall and then she went outside and it was like and i was like oh shit yeah and and the movie then also surprises you again because once you get over all those surprises you've got the girl who sees cockroaches who's like you know fighting with anna and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. her head just blows off exactly yeah. it's those those slow moments that build up yeah. to get you like it makes those big moments even more large so mm-hmm. I think they did that really, really well with a lot of them. And I mean, that that torture scene is slow as you hated it and you wanted it to get over. What came after that? I was like shocked. Yeah, no, so was I. But I just, you know, and, and again, I just kept saying to myself, this is why you leave. This <laughs> is why you leave. What, you know, you, I mean, you kind of brought this. This on is why you called why the police. Yeah. The, the torture scene. I also I I understand uh i it's one of those things i have a tough time envisioning myself getting bored but i can understand why uh the torture scene would be a deal breaker one way or another for the movie um but i do think it's also one of the most effective because a lot of torture scenes uh especially a lot of torture scenes that were coming out in the early 2000s Mm -hmm. uh they seemed like they were more exploitative. Uh, they mm-hmm. seemed a lot more like they were glorifying torture. And this one felt like it was hard to watch the entire thing. Like it felt grueling. Uh, you felt like it was lasting a long time. You're just like stuck in that absolute empathy for Anna for mm-hmm. so long. And you just see her getting worse and worse and worse. And it's just like, it's such a hopeless, such a bleak, torture scene uh that i i I kind of respect them for it because it's like uh there were a lot of like pitfalls i think that they could have fallen into with this that they avoided when you uh talk about movies that glorify uh torture would you be referring to the saw franchise in any of those i was talking about talking about the saw franchise um I mean, they kind of do. It's I. It's hard to. They call it torture porn for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. The whole subgenre, uh, especially again in the early two thousands and hostile and mm-hmm. uh, that like wave of like the Hills Have Eyes remake. Let me tell like, you, saw remakes and when I first saw Hostile, I was so <laughs> fucking disappointed because uh, the way people describe that movie to me, I was like, oh my god, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to watch this. Like this, <laughs> and I was so disappointed in it. I was like, uh, what's going on? This is not what I thought it was gonna be because people were talking about how they, you know, got sick or couldn't watch it. And I was sitting and that- there like. 
You know, I, I make that same case about, like, the first Saw movie all the time, because it's a mm-hmm. psychological horror film. Oh, yeah. Everyone was like, oh, my God, Saw, the most extreme thing I've ever seen. And it's like, what? They don't show anything. Right. <laughs> Some but, dude cuts his foot off. That's it. That was that's, just like. That's eh. enough. <laughs> that's <laughs> enough. I don't know. Maybe I'm more desensitized to it. Like, this. There were parts of this movie where it was like, ooh, but nothing that was uh, ever felt like it was like too tough to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so maybe I'm a little desensitized to this. I mean, I grew up and watched shit like Megan is Missing when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> um, not not much shocks me anymore to the point where I'm like, I can't watch yeah. Uh, and that was one thing I, I think, too, because I've also heard uh, I've seen a lot of those lists where it's like these are the horror movies that no one makes it to the end of, you know, <laughs> and Martyrs is on a lot of them with like um, Ir- Irreversible, I think, is the other one that shows up on all of them. I'm um, like, never heard of it. It's also a French film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very graphic but like i and it's one of those things where it's just i've i've kind of assumed that i'm desensitized enough and it did make the torture scene like really effective because it wasn't that it was gory it was just right like, like grueling it's like it, it's a very emotionally draining film like, talk about like torture like the thing about it too is like she knew every single day what was going to happen and at what time she was going to get mm. fed and then that guy was going to come downstairs and beat the fuck out of her yeah. and that was her day and unfortunately, like, I knew exactly what was going to happen too when well, I was watching the movie. And but I that, think that breaks you down it. even more. Maybe this makes the list of movies that people don't make it to the end of because they get bored. Oh my God. Shut up. Uh, why are you the worst, Rob? <laughs> and by worst, you mean best, right? No, I actually don't. Is that what we're doing? Okay. No, it's not opposite day today. Sorry. <laughs> um, so all right cat you uh you you've slandered the american remake uh what yeah. what's uh what's the problem with that movie uh so i was i was complaining about this in chat like right before we recorded this people call it a shot for shot remake uh which is a term that i think gets thrown around way too much in the remake uh discourse uh because there are shot for shot remakes um, and I was I was kind of hoping that Martyrs would get one just because um, I'm a fan of funny games, uh, which got an American shot for shot remake. Uh, mm-hmm. And then it got more popular in America. And I was like, if Martyrs gets a shot for shot remake, uh, I'll, I'm finally going to be able to talk about this movie with people. And uh, they fucked up the end of Martyrs so bad. Like they entirely they missed the existentialism. They missed the religious revelations. They just were like, what if Martyrs? Martyrs was a feel-good movie at the end, and what? I was like, what if it wasn't, though? And Not for like- nothing. <laughs> like, the entire time I was watching this, I was just waiting for her to, like, somehow escape. That's the thing you're supposed to hope for, but, like, right. it doesn't happen. It never comes. Uh, yeah. uh, and the American remake, uh, the, like, they blinked <laughs> when it came to that. Yeah. They were like, mm. well... Uh, this is too bleak. We're not going to do that. But like, also they missed all the point of the film. Like mm-hmm. the cult was different. It was like a big showdown experience at the end. And it's like, what the fuck am I? No, well, <laughs> that sounds terrible. It was, it was bad. It was, yeah. uh, and, and you, know, you know, and you I'm go- not going to say there were no improvements that could have been made, uh, to this, but, uh, they missed all of those opportunities and just right. 
went right for like a Hollywood finish and I was like oh my god mm. I I will say um because this felt like almost two separate movies because it's Lucy's story and then Anna's story and then yeah and um I almost wish that it was longer so we could get a little bit more um just of kind of like the cult in like more background on it like obviously we kind of we know what's going on but like a little bit more i would have enjoyed we shouldn't throw that word cult around so much (laughs) you're just mad because you have a cult i prefer the term organization (sighs) um yeah and that's one thing i thought about this movie too man i wish this was longer oh i know you did (laughs) oh I don't know what your problem is. It did not feel like that long of a movie to me. Uh, yeah, it felt like it was. I'll tell you what, Bingo Hell blew by right after after I watched it. I fucking hate you. I watched Bingo, Bingo Hell. Hell. It went so fast. All right. Um, is there anything else we want to say about this movie? Uh, I don't I don't think so. I mean, I could talk about this movie all day. The, the, seriously, it's one of my favorite movies. I just, I love murders, but... I think that's about everything I need to say about it. Um, All right. Well, yeah, I, uh, I dislike this movie greatly. Um, Ghost, <laughs> what did you think about it? Uh, I really about? enjoyed this movie. I, I'll probably watch it again at some point because um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'll understand it even more after like a second watch. Um, but I really enjoyed it. I'm going to watch the remake to Cat's Dismay <laughs> um, and probably like something about it. And we're going to argue I will um, say, if you haven't seen the original, if you're just like, if you don't know what Martyrs is about, right? If this, if mm-hmm. you've never seen this and you're just looking for like a weird movie, the American remake is probably fine. It just, it irritates me so much that they missed the point of the film. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah it sounds terrible. All right. Uh, yeah, so we've given up this movie to torture Mikey with on Slasher Radio. I still say the best got movie. <laughs> yeah, I think the best movie we can torture him with is The Lighthouse. I think he will hate that movie <laughs> more than life itself. Horror movie. Have you seen it? No. No, it's a horror movie. No, I think it's a horror movie because it's got Robert Pattinson in it. Mm-hmm. It's it's a horror movie, but he will hate it. Um. So yeah, we we've got that to look forward to. Cat, I feel like you f- guys have a lot of shit like ready <laughs> to torture him with, and it's it's not fair. You guys are getting up on him. Oh, he does so it too. Often. Us watch Halloween Resurrection. It's just you nice brought to have that upon few, yourself. Uh, it, it's nice to have a few movies uh, to hold against your co-hosts in case they ever like really piss you off. Yeah, um, you- now I'm going to need to find a new one because Martyrs was like my. <laughs> I yeah. I've uh had i've suggested this movie to a lot of people i think i might be the only person i know who likes it well i, I like twitter so friend, and now ghost which is which is <laughs> nice i was kind of expecting um th- i had some hopes that rob might like it at least more than mikey um i'm really glad that you liked it ghost because i uh, think i liked it more than mikey would like it oh yeah <laughs> um probably uh, i don't know i I thought you were gonna like it though, Rob. Yeah, I, I thought it, when it started with that with that beginning and, the, and everything, I thought uh, I was in. I was totally in. And like I said, the longer it went on, the less I liked it. Until we got to the end, and I was like, "Oh, thank God, this thing's over." Um, yeah, it just didn't work for me. Mm, yeah. I don't know why. Well, Kat, where can people find you online should they choose to? 
Uh, if you would like to find me online, if you would like to talk about martyrs more, uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. Uh, you can also check out the channels that I write for on YouTube, Blood Binge and Wicked Binge. Yep. Go tell her that uh, Crazy Ralph is a good man. <laughs> um, Ghost, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at ghostyj with zero, or you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash ghostyj, also with a zero. Awesome. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Radio Rob123. The show is on Twitter. We are at This Horror Life. You can shoot us an email, thishorrorlife at gmail.com. And you can listen to me and Kat on Slasher Radio, wherever you are listening to This Horror Life. Uh, Kat, Ghost, thank you so much for your time. Thanks Always a for pleasure. having me.